Relationships are messy and people's feelings get hurt. Who needs it? We're young. We live in one of the most beautiful cities in the world. Might as well have fun while we can and save the series. Yeah, but wait, wait. What happens if you fall in love? What? Well, you don't believe that, do you? Oh, uh, what? Hey, how's it going? Long time no see. It has been quite a while, and I'm really glad that you're here. Welcome to this podcast, Sarcastically Optimistic, hosted by your boy, this guy. I just want to talk today, and may it serve as a reminder that life moves pretty fast. Life is unexpected. Life is very, very unpredictable, even if it feels like it is predictable. You do one thing, you kind of expect something to come out of it, but then that something becomes another thing, and there's no way of you stopping it, there's no way of you controlling it. Rather, you have to embrace it for what it is. Now, you're probably in a period in your life where you're kind of wondering, what exactly are you doing? Are you doing the right thing? Are you doing the wrong thing? Why am I not exactly where I need to be? And how come it doesn't feel like I'm accomplishing anything throughout the day? Well, one thing for sure is that that feeling itself is not your fault. Understand that from year zero to year 22, 25, if you go to university, your life has been based off of structure. You have been living under a roof, hopefully with a guardian that tells you what to do, what time to sleep, what to eat, and all that jazz, unless you are you know, in a circumstance where you have to decide those things very early on and you have to kind of grow up quicker than the normal person that does have these privileges. And maybe you go to university, you go to high school, you have a class structure, you have to go to class at a certain time, you have to, you know, have you have recess at a certain time, you kind of understand that, you know, at this moment, you know, 12 to one, you can always expect it to be lunch, a lunch break from classes. Especially when you go to college, it is sort of different, but you do have a class schedule to follow. And if you do decide to go to class, it's totally up to you. That is the... That is the truth that no one talks about, and actually everyone talks about, is that you and you alone have the choice to go to class. You don't really have, um, well, some classes do, uh, attendance points while well, you have to click in and things like that. There's ways that the school system kind of uh, keeps you accountable for going to class, but it's not as rigorous or or strained as it is in high school where they really do take attendance in every single class. When you go to college, it's really a hit or miss. Some teachers don't really care if you show up or if you do, you know. Uh, the thing is, it's going to show and it's going to be reflect reflected in your test score at the end of the day or at the end of the, end of the four weeks or end of the semester or so. Now... When you graduate from college, that's the real challenge. Yes, in college, you did have to kind of decide somewhere in between where you're going to live, how you're going to eat, what you're going to eat, um, when to pay rent, uh, how to handle these bills. So you're kind of gradually going into these these numerous responsibilities that you didn't really have to handle when you were growing up as a kid in grade school. In preschool and college, it's very different, right? Like in preschool, they have so many activities set out for you. But in college, you have to kind of decide what those activities look like outside of the classroom or even inside of a classroom if you do end up showing up. Now, when you graduate from college, you don't really have a strict schedule unless you go straight into a nine to five job. And yes, you work from nine to five, but the responsibilities between 
9 and 5 can fluctuate greatly. It's really dependent on you as a person to decide, you know, and depending on your work and your boss, what kind of duties are you have to fulfill for the day. And sometimes there's more, sometimes there's less, but it's not as consistent as, you know, high school or grade school where Monday through Friday, you know exactly where you need to be, you know exactly what teacher to be with and learn from, and you know exactly what the homework will be because the teacher will tell you. Now, when you're in adulthood, again, it's deeply contrasted because you don't really know what exactly you're going to do in the day. You kind of drive to work with dread, hoping that that day isn't as strenuous or crazy as it was the previous day or the previous week. Or maybe you drive to work hoping it would not be as stressful, but then it ends up being stressful. There's a lot of unpredictability when it comes to adulthood and onward, because you have to make these choices yourself. And it is not your fault if you feel overwhelmed, you feel like you don't have any direction, that you have this general apathy, right? Like going forward, because you are overwhelmed for the first time in your life. You have 100% of the responsibility of feeding yourself, paying the bills, figuring out how you do that work-life balance and juggling all of that on top of the multiple responsibilities that you probably have at your job. And we beat ourselves up in this modern age, not wondering, you know, wondering why we feel overwhelmed, why we feel stressed, why anxiety levels are through the roof now. And this message, this podcast episode is to remind you that it's not your fault that you can't focus. It's not your fault that you feel like you're lost or that you don't have any direction. It's just that you are thrust into this phase in your life, maybe with a little bit more freedom than you know previous years and you finally have to decide for yourself what to eat what to how to sleep how much sleep you're getting and sometimes when we compare ourselves to others online and we see all these people achieving great things that doesn't really help either right and comparing yourselves to others is an entirely different topic but it does feed into your feeling of uh, lack of direction or ambition or passion in any sort of way because the possibilities are endless. It's totally up to you to kind of decide what possibilities to take up. And so many may be enticing. If you're like me, there's so many things that you're interested in. And it's really hard to stick to one thing because you don't want to fall flat as a, like a one-dimensional person. You want to be well-rounded, as they say. But you don't want to be a master of none, which is the ironic part. You want to be a jack-of-all-trades, but a master of none doesn't sound as sexy. It's not your fault that you can't focus. It's really not your fault that you feel overwhelmed. If you're, you know, in college or you're in school, you do have a structure. But may this be a forewarning that when you go into adulthood and just so you can expect it, you have to determine the structure for yourself. And that in itself is extremely scary. And when you're about to quit, it's about to click. That's when you kind of discover yourself, discover your character. And that's why even quarter-life crises exist in the first place. Is because 25 is around the time people actually leave college and exit college and kind of figure things out for themselves. For the first time ever, we don't have someone telling us what to do. We don't have a teacher handing us the homework for the day. The learning, the concept of learning is kind of your responsibility. It's totally up to you if you want to stay in one career path um, or change it entirely and figure out what you're going to be doing with your time. If you want to 
dedicate more time to learning something new, then you have to make that time. No one is going to reserve that time for you to figure out, you know, what your interests are, what you don't like, right? No one's going to tell you that anymore. No one's going to give you a letter grade for how you're doing within a day's time. It's kind of up to you. And that's why we kind of beat ourselves up more than we should is because we kind of grade ourselves more destructively than we should. We should be more patient with ourselves. We should understand that, you know, life is kind of an open book. And with each new chapter, there's blank pages in which we can write and edit and cross off and add. Life is not linear for most of us. And when you hit 25 and you you think about the quarter-life crisis, it's because of that lack of structure. It's because of the stressfulness it takes to realize how much responsibility is now in your hand. With great power comes great responsibility. And it's not as easy as it sounds. You're not like Spider-Man or anything, but you can be your own hero. You can write your own story. You can be the main character of your own story. And no one is stopping you. Unless we allow the time to pass by itself, not really thinking about what we want, what we like, what we don't like, and that's when we start to feel like we're falling back, falling behind, that we are not getting where we need to be. But at the end of the day, it's really up to you. And it's really good if you build up this habit and you build up this this tenacity, this willingness to do more and more very early on when you're young and realizing that it's inevitable to reach a point where you will have to decide for yourself. And like I said, there may be people that grew up that had to make those decisions themselves already and had to grow up really fast in a short period of time. But, you know, some of us that were, you know, given such a loving community with friends and family that are there to support you and you have those things, don't take them for granted. You know, like we said, like not many people have those things. But there will come a time where you have to decide for yourself. You have to understand what makes you happy, what makes you click. And even if the world and other people are telling you differently that it's like, oh, that's that's really, really going to do that. You know, it's what you like. It's what you want to do. And who are people to tell you what to do with your own time that you've been blessed with? And yes, you will feel overwhelmed. Yes, you will feel stressed when the time comes when you do wrap your head around the idea that you do have 100% of the responsibility um, no matter what point in your life that you're in, especially even if you're in high school and you realize that, that there will come a point where you have to make those choices yourself and you have to have those hard conversations with other people and yourself. That's where the true growth is. That's what is on the other side of all of this. It's understanding that yes, you will feel overwhelmed. Yes, there might be a quarter-life crisis, if not an earlier crisis or even a later crisis is fine. But understanding that the pen that is writing the, your your life book is in your hand and it always will be. And when you reach that point, right, where you do realize that the pen is entirely in your hand and no one's kind of guiding your hand uh, to trace out whatever in your your book, your life, which is a book, then there is a lot of freedom in that, embracing that you do have 100% of the responsibility. And yes, it can have a darker side where you kind of blame yourself and realize that, oh my God, 100% of all the things that's happening in my life is because of me. It's not always because of you. Like we just started this podcast kind of discussing how it's not really your fault that you can't focus. It's because 
we live our year zero to year 25 lifetime, that quarter life, with structure, and finally you don't. And that's not your fault. We grew up with a society in which there is a structure, and then they expect us to kind of swim around and like kind of hope that we make our own structure without any proper guidance. And it thrusts us into this phase in which we have to figure out things ourselves. But the good thing about that, the bright side, is that you get to figure it out yourself. You get to build for the very first time in your life when you have the pen in your hand writing your story. You have the opportunity to build. You have the opportunity to create relationships, to create projects that are meaningful to you, to create, like I said, relationships that with people that really truly love you for who you are. And you can guide the pen down the page and onto the next page. And if you want to start a new chapter, you can start a new chapter on the next page. The chapter can be very short and you can start a new one. No one is telling you what kind of limitations are going to be in your life. May this be some sort of encouragement to not beat yourself up about knowing that you probably have to decide for yourself what you like, what you don't like, what you're going to do with your time, but rather an encouragement to know that it's really up to you. Happiness, which is something I want to talk about in another episode, is not something that is pursued because the more you pursue happiness, the more it's going to elude you. It's going to, it's going to avoid you completely. Because when you keep chasing, let's say you want to, you know, like the new, like we said in the like earliest podcasts, you want the new like MacBook or you want the new iPhone or whatever. And when you get it, after a couple of days, after a couple of weeks, you don't feel satisfied anymore. And you thought that having that thing, that item, that material item will make you feel good, that will actually provide you with the happiness. The chase feels good. The chase is actually what really hits the dopamine levels high is... It's the chase, the pursuit of that item, the iPhone in this example. But when you actually have the iPhone and you give it a couple weeks, the happiness that you thought was going to be there doesn't last that long. It keeps, it keeps going. It keeps this, this like treadmill almost. So understanding that happiness is something that you already have inside of you, that you embrace that you can actually let out by doing the things that you truly love. Hiking, going outside, spending time with loved ones, reading a book. It's always been inside of you. You know the little things that do make you happy. So why not do them? Because we don't know how thick our book of life is. With, In all honesty, we don't know how long this life will last. And this is not to say like, you know, you only live once, shove everything to the side and like kind of take things for granted because, you know, you live in the moment. No, it's not about that. It's severing things that only give you short-term pleasures and desires and building those projects and friendships, relationships that will last a lifetime, that will have a recurring role within your book, however you write it, that you'll constantly see those names, you'll constantly see these projects, these, these endeavors constantly come up in your book because it's something that you love and you love seeing it written there. You are the author of your own life. Yes, it is scary that all of this stuff is kind of out in the open. This podcast is notorious for not really having a general script, but it's actually kind of 
beckoning you to ask yourself the questions that you need to ask yourself. What you really like, how can you truly embrace happiness for what it is rather than just constantly chasing it for what's not? You're exactly where you need to be. And that's something I always repeat in this podcast because it's something that not all of us here, even my school counselors when I was growing up, never even told me that. They actually told me the exact opposite. You're exactly where you need to be. And you know yourself more than anyone else. Although you can ask people for feedback about how you can improve. And again, don't take that feedback personally. People are just really trying to look out for you. But if you're in this constant motion, this this mood in which you are embracing the idea that you can grow at any minute, like you can allow yourself to embrace good habits today and then keep going one step at a time. Don't even think about how many pounds you're going to lose like in a week. Like that's like, we're not trying to reach that, right? Like we're trying to understand that the good habits that you're choosing today will influence you to do more and more and more. Because action begets motivation. Don't expect you to be motivated to create a structure. Just create a random structure in your life, like what time are you going to wake up? When are you going to eat? What are you going to be working on for today? One of the main things I want to talk about in another episode is like, what is your highlight for the day, which is an absolute game changer. And having just like a, just a raw, like rough structure about your day at least you know exactly what you're doing and you're not wasting the day away watching Netflix and, you know, all these things. And sometimes Netflix is not a waste of time. We all need to decompress. So when you're creating the structure, be kind to yourself. Make room for things that you enjoy. And I saw this Instagram reel, whatever you want to call it. Um, and it was really great because it really hit me differently was that Um, It was showing all these like healthy foods, like all these people eating like healthy things and like showing their great physical like physiques. And it's like, okay. And it said, there's no this without this. And then it cuts to uh, kind of a clip of all the things that they like to indulge in, like to enjoy. Because what is life if you're torturing yourself every single day about not being quote unquote productive, whatever that may mean to you. And just being alone in your room doing, you know, sorry, ironically, being alone in your room and not, you know, contacting your friends because they probably miss you more than you think. And they're probably less busy than you think. They just need some, there's just need some action in your life. So create that structure, understand that people love you for who you are. You got to find those people. And that does take some work. That does take some work. But at the end of the day, You are the author of your own story, and that is the most beautiful thing, lesson, that you can probably wrap your head around today to make for a better tomorrow. So, yeah, I hope you really enjoyed this episode. This one was quite serious, but um, welcome back to the Sarcastically Optimistic. There is an episode every Monday. If this really helped, if you feel like this message is something that people need to hear, then please do share it. leave a like comment whatever this is follow on spotify on any music streaming platform make sure that you follow this podcast so you can get notified when the next episode is going to drop um just a little spoiler warning is that moving forward 
Um, this podcast may pivot. I know I've said that many times. I even told some of my friends I'm going to stop this podcast, but for some reason I can't stop and won't stop. But um, I feel like these episodes are better in YouTube video form, so I might transition to that. But this podcast will be reserved mostly for conversations. I always say that you know we're starting a conversation and there wouldn't be a conversation without another person. So wink, wink. You can expect that in the near future. Maybe a rebrand, we don't know. But I really, truly love you guys. If you're listening to this, really, truly know that you have my heart. And I really, really deeply appreciate it. I can't thank you enough for really listening to this. Even if it's just, you know, my mom and you, I'm deeply thankful that we all, you know, are breathing right now, I guess. Got to start the day and end the day with gratitude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What they, you know what they all say? So I hope you have a great day, a great week, whenever you're listening to this. I hope you have a great bathroom break, whatever this is. If you're listening to this in the break room, you know, so be it. But yeah, we're almost at the quarter. Speaking of quarter, we're almost at the quarter of this year, 2023. So this is a good time to write in your journals to kind of reflect on if you accomplished whatever that you wrote um, for this year, or you're at least going in that direction. So I love you guys so much. Please let me know what you think about this podcast. I do leave an email in every description at the end of these podcast episodes. Uh, so email me what you think, um, what potential topics that you want to hear. Um, I am inviting guests over if you didn't really get that, the, what I hinted at a few minutes ago. Uh, but we're going to be talking about exciting things. And I'm really excited to um, reach out to these people. If you want to be on this podcast, let me know. This will be a great time. Um, and yeah, I hope you have a wonderful day. Hopefully this was helpful. Catch you guys later. Goodbye. Baby, 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 why you always smoke a J but like some watch a man to make him through through the pad I'm trying to play. The Super Smash Bros, what you know? Wait to let me pick a car, but yo, you don't even know what I'm saying. Up B, up B, and down B, now be playing. Playing, praying, anything with you, baby girls, it's a day.